Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla, and we're so happy to have you here with us. But before we get into the word, I'd like to take a moment and pray. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for your faithfulness to, to us, Lord, and the grace that you've given us, Lord, the peace that's in our lives, and the joy that we have as well, Lord. We ask that you will show us what you have for us this morning, Lord, that you would minister to our needs, Lord, and give us our day, this daily bread, Lord. And we thank you for the forgiveness that we have in you, Lord, and the forgiveness we're able to offer others. We thank you for these things, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're so glad to have you with us as we study the word together to learn and grow in the Lord and to develop an unshakable faith in him. We are continuing or in Hebrews chapter 11, covering verses 30 through 40. So I would ask you, if it's your first time or you're rejoining us, to press the pause button and take a moment to read through that section of scripture just to make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. And now the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. I left off in the previous episode talking about the, the prize and the... The goal and the reason why we're living life should only be because we love the Lord. And that's who we are looking for. That's what our heart and our desire is in. Not anything else, not any other external thing. And I just wanted to tie that to verse 35 in Hebrews 11, where it's talk, uh finishes speaking about the the women so it starts with women received their dead raised to life again others were tortured not accepting deliverance that they may might obtain a better resurrection and that's very important what paul the holy spirit through paul here is communicating they weren't willing to take another route willing to take something that looked like they would escape what the lord was asking them to do for an example we see jesus in the garden of gethsemane there were other he had other options he could have called down the 12 legions of angels and flown out of there and you know or taken a different route to bring about salvation but he went the father's way he submitted his own will to do the will of the father and that's what all of these heroes of faith have in common they didn't take a second hand blessing they didn't snatch anything for themselves they allowed the lord to bring it to them and they rejoiced in it and when we're walking with the lord it's not always easy and you're not always being lifted and carried on a litter but and there are some challenges that come along with it but when it's compared to having to strive and work on your own and you are you're responsible for the results and the outcome and making sure everything's done it's a totally different game you're playing and that's most people get discouraged because you know religion has taught us to believe that once you become saved then everything is 
calm, all is quiet, and, and there are no trials, no tribulations, no challenges. And and the Lord Jesus said the there was the exact opposite. There were going to be challenges, and tribulations tribulations and trials because the world hated him and because we are his children the world hates us too and it wasn't to make the people collapse and go well I can't stand underneath this I can't do anything but it was so that they would find courage and refuge in the Lord that they would turn to him to provide their strength so that they're able to continue and do what they were supposed to what the Lord asked them to do and excellence and we're reading about a few of the myriads of people who have taken this journey of faith and finished the course, not just barely getting by with being maimed and disfigured, but they were whole and sound and they did everything that the Lord asked them to do. And they had the testimony that they pleased him because without faith, it's impossible to please him. We read that earlier in chapter 11, you, you, those who come to him must believe that he is and is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So half-hearted seeking will only result in half-hearted work. You putting out and you only get half of the blessing that the Lord wants you to have because the other half was not done in the manner that it, it should have been. And then coming back to Hebrews again, where it we're skipping now to 37 and 38, but 37 in particular, where it's talking about them being stoned and sawn in two and tempted and slain with the sword, wandering about in sheepskins, goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, and 38, of whom the world was not worthy. That's a significant phrase right there, of whom the world was not worthy. You would say that of Jesus, the world was not worthy of Jesus, but for the Lord to turn around and say, they weren't worthy of my servants that I sent, the ones who walked in the faith that believed me, regardless of what they saw, heard, felt, or anything, they put their wholehearted trust in me. That is a prize beyond words to describe that the Lord himself would say that about his servant. When you look in Matthew and, and the servant is not greater than their master, but the, the, the best they can do is be like their master. That is an accomplishment to have the, have the Lord say that of you in addition to the well done, thou good and faithful servant. Mm -hmm. So as we're looking at life and, and going through life don't just go through the motion of i'm just trying to get done i'm just trying to do the bare minimum but you're striving for the greatest prize there could ever be and that's that's beyond salvation actually that's on the lower end of the blessings that the lord wants to give to us because we're his children he wants that deep and intimate relationship with each and every one of us and that's only attained through faith it's only attained through obedience through trust through love through all of the attributes of the father you cannot get to it unless you go through jesus because he is the way the truth and the life mm -hmm. and and i love how you at the end well a few things you said but just the end you were talking about salvation it's on the the lower list of the blessings and benefits the Lord wants us to have with Him. Yes. Well, through faith, we receive that grace, which in it comes our salvation. But that is only the beginning and the start of an eternity in the heavenly community with our Lord and Savior. God the Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, and Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. So just for the, the listeners to understand fully. Now, salvation is the gateway to all those things. That's, that's the door, which comes through Christ, right? Yes. So just, just for everyone to understand. 
but I also enjoyed how you shared about um, uh, the testimony that the Lord has and, and given through the Apostle Paul, right? Concerning his servants, all the, everybody that he's ever sent to the people, right? Apostles, prophets, evangelists, especially in the Old Testament, all the, all the prophets and these people that were a, a type and shadow of the Lord, right? In some way, yes. shape, or form of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. They, the Lord's testimony of them was that the world was not worthy. I mean, that's, that's quite the honor bestowed on people, right? Yes. yes. But, it, and, but you can see that throughout Scripture. What did he call Ezekiel? Son of man. Son of man. What did Jesus call himself? Son, son of man. man. The son of man. That was a, I mean, so you see this throughout, right? As all these individuals that the Lord sent, who, again, were common people, right? Yes. yes. Talked about Elijah having a, a nature like ours, right? Yes. Yes. But yet, you still see how the Lord moved in and through him. And that, that relationship that he had with the Lord, his faith. And you see it throughout all the others as well. Especially the ones that are listed here. And the ones that are being referenced. Well, guess what? That means we too can have this or receive that same testimony concerning us from the Lord himself. Yes, did. But it's a matter of do we truly want it? Are we willing to surrender our will and exclusively do the will of our Heavenly Father? Just like our pattern example, Jesus the Christ, who is the firstborn of many brethren. Well, Layla, you brought up an interesting point about how that salvation is on the lower spectrum of things that God wants us to receive. Mm-hmm. And I would like to go back for a little bit and talk about why they're able to receive that and have that honor bestowed to them. Mm-hmm. And the Lord was reminding me of how that these people had to do it willingly and they couldn't, they had to look at things how it was for mm-hmm. the people they're sawn into and killed. And how they had to first understand that wasn't the people per se that were the problem, but it's more so the spirits behind it. Mm-hmm. And I would like to bring us to two scriptures. Ephesians six twelve. Okay. And it says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Mm-hmm. And then, Second Corinthians 2, let me flip there real quick, 2, 9, 6 through... Are we going to chapter eight. 2 of Second Corinthians? No, chapter 9, sorry, 6 okay. through 8. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as, flipping the page, he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, 
always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance of every good work. Hmm. And you can see here that, I'm not sure who said this, but if the devil can't keep, if he can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. Mm-hmm. And so with these people, they couldn't be bitter about what was happening. They had to give it with all their heart and do everything from that position. Mm-hmm. So wait, you mean they have to give God their full heart and have a good perspective of God and keep their faith and their hope in him and then do everything from that place? Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. It Going back to further, in, I'm not going to read it because it's further inside of Hebrews, but talking about Esau, Paul said, lest anyone should have a root of bitterness and they become profane mm-hmm. like Esau, mm-hmm. that they should be constantly checking themselves and first having that love for God and then secondly for his creation. That is, of course, not in rebellion against God. Mm-hmm. The, the scripture says you should love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. Who's your neighbor? Everybody. There you Everybody the Lord places in your path. Now, brothers and sisters in Christ are those who do the will of the Father in heaven. Only do the mm-hmm. will of the, our Heavenly Father. But whether they are in a relationship with the Lord or in opposition to the Lord, they are still your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And should be treated as such and accordingly. Yes, that and as you're speaking, the Lord was also reminding me of how what the reason why we can't have bitterness is because if we go back further, bitterness comes about is from unforgiveness. And that's ultimately going to lead to hatred, mm-hmm. which we know God will not allow into heaven. Mm-hmm. And with these people, if they had this bitterness, God's not going to make an exception for them because they did one good work. Mm-hmm. It's a based on a continual and how they finish. Good point, promise. So inside of our own lives, we need to be making sure that we're not first looking at those people as our enemies, but rather allowing God to reveal everything to us mm-hmm. instead of trying to beat away at what's in front of us. Mm-hmm. So for the people who were mocked and scourged, there was somebody who literally did something to them. So the women receiving their dead raised to life again, it wasn't a physical person that caused the death of their child um, in those particular cases. But for the other ones who were tortured, somebody had their hand on the, the scourge on the other side mm-hmm. of that. Um, the ones that were sawn in two, they were enchained and in prison. There was someone holding the keys to that prison. There was a a physical person that was participating in those actions against those um, believers, those heroes of faith. And they had to choose to look beyond the faces that were glaring at them and the insults that were being hurled at them to realize that there was there a spiritual adversary that was truly at the cause of this. And that, they should readily forgive those who were mistreating them as the Messiah told us to do in the gospels. Um, And as someone mentioned, Paul was talking about himself in Mm -hmm. some of this because he was stoned and imprisoned and a variety of things, but there were also other believers that faced that as well. 
and or beheaded and, you know, a variety of things. But because we know the character of our God, we know that they had to come to the conclusion, the same one that the Messiah did, but also Stephen or Stephen did saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do mm-hmm. and commit your soul to the Lord into the hands of the Lord. In that particular case, for those that there was a, a physical person on the other side of their experience, yes, participating with the, the evil spirits. Yes, mom. And as you were going through, um, you talked about how they were mocked, how they were scorched and how all these things happened to them. But there's a very interesting um, part of a verse inside of um, 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 ah, verse 37. They were stoned. They were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented. And we would just normally skip over this as we think about persecution, but it says they were tempted. That's something that as humans, we don't place that in the same category necessarily. We want to focus on the big things ahead, meaning like, of course, you would think of somebody being killed for the word of God as being um, mm-hmm. persecuted. But we don't often think about all the various ways that we have to maintain and stand fast accordingly. Mm-hmm. Meaning that for Jesus, it wasn't always them trying to throw him off a cliff. There was times where he was tempted to go and make his own path, as you, Layla, mentioned, inside of the Garden of Gethsemane. Nobody was there at that point physically to kill him. Mm-hmm. But he still had to be willing and resist the temptation mm-hmm. and continue inside of what the Lord has. And that's um, what we fail to understand inside of faith as well is a process, but it's not just when you see something coming towards you that you bear down. It's something that Jesus lived in continually. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when you see a storm, then you know to c- close your windows and stuff. But Jesus always had his windows closed, if you can think about it in that way, meaning that he was always prepared for anything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that caught him by surprise or something he had to scope out and see beforehand. He was always ready and willing to do what the Lord and Father told him to do. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be with our faith. And that's what we see in all these people um, in the Heroes of Faith chapter. They had to be willing in their faith always. It wasn't just for certain points, like um, as you talked about, Mommy. Samson was a bit of an um, exception because he wasn't actively living by faith, like as we should be living by it. He was just doing what he wanted to do, and the Lord had to use him. But for Gideon, who did fall away just like Samson, we see he had to be um, persistent inside his faith as he was doing the action that the Lord called him to do. When he's fighting with the Midianites, he couldn't stop halfway through it or suddenly deviate when he no longer saw the people physically around him which is what caused him to fall away because he wasn't prepared always he fell into temptation because he didn't see a physical human ahead of him trying to do him harm so it's one of two things sir is usually how that works out either the individual an individual gets complacent Mm -hmm. and as a result of complacency right there's a saying Uh, throughout the the military, complacency kills because you lull yourself to sleep. You say, oh, well, we're protected. We're we're crushing the enemy so I can relax, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that is a bad place to be in, especially in a combat zone. And, or, what does the enemy try to do? And you can look at this in, in Daniel 7, 25. It talks about, the antichrist and and what he purposes to do and it is to wear down the saints so applying various pressure or persecution 
in certain ways at certain times in order for someone to give up mm-hmm. or to cause someone to make the choice to give up. Where the Lord is just calling us to be unshakable in our faith. And that's what all these heroes of faith did. It did not matter what they were doing, right? It's also why Paul writes in other places in Scripture, I don't care, nothing can separate us from the love of God, whether it's death or angels or anything, right? Yes. yes. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. And we're to remain in it, not walk away ourselves, not come out from under the, the shadow or covering of his wings, not run out from the tall tower that he is towards us, those who believe and are in a relationship with him and have entrusted our entire life being every area and aspect of our life to him and his divine plan and the destiny track for us, his will and his covenant. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our desires should be to do it ex- his will, Heavenly Father's will exclusively above any and everything else. Yes, Dad. Especially our own will. Yes, Dad. Yes. Amen. 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 So there's a lot in there, but let's pause there for today and allow Holy Spirit to minister and we will resume this on the next episode. Okay? Okay. Yes, Dad. Can I get a volunteer to close this out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for the renewal of strength that you've given us, Lord, so that we're able to run with endurance the race that you set before us, Lord, to finish it in excellence as unto you, Lord, so that we bring glory and praise to your name. Lord, we thank you for the beautiful weather that we've been able to enjoy, Lord, and the other good things that you've created, whether it be plants or animals, Lord, and we thank you for all of it, Lord, and your character, Lord, that it doesn't change. It's always constant. It's always consistent, and all we find in you is truth. So we thank you for those things, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.